and welcome to the Diagnosis Infertility Podcast, where tears, encouragement, and laughter will fill your soul. My name is Andrea, and my medical chart reads infertility, but I prefer to think of myself as an IVF warrior, because even though I now have two little humans in my house, that diagnosis not only has stayed on my medical chart, but continues to drive who I am. And when I was in the thick of it, it controlled who I was. I hated my body. I did not take care of myself. My mindset was totally off and I obsessed about getting pregnant. And maybe you can connect with that too. If so, this podcast is for you. Here, it's all about real talk and giving you validation in that annoyingly real and raw emotion through this journey. As a health and life coach, I not only want to share my journey, but set you up with success as you navigate your own fertility struggles. Buckle up, lady, because here we go. Let's get started. So the idea behind this podcast stemmed from going on vacations or going to a wedding and wishing that I had my own kids to bring with. So today's episode, I really want to talk about learning to enjoy your current location in your journey. When you listen to this episode, I'll have come and gone to Mark's family weekend we do every year at the lake. This year, and every year, it isn't lost on me how much I yearned to bring my kids with. You know, they can be quite a bit to handle. And there are times I have to remind myself that I've prayed for this, and I really wanted this chaos, And it brings me back to what a miracle I truly am living. You see, we are on the other side of IVF. So for those of you who are just tuning in, um, I have two beautiful babes from IVF. And even though we have these two babes at home with us, I don't believe we're fully on the other side of the overall infertility battle. So we still have nine blastocysts that are frozen and we are working through what to do with them. Given the new Roe versus Wade overruling, I'm doing some research what this means for IVF, surrogacy, and like overall fertility. So stay tuned on that. Anyway, at the time I'm writing this episode or recording this episode, I am packing us up for the trip to the lake. And I can vividly remember myself six years ago sitting in the back of someone's car. I got a ride to the lake. I can't remember exactly who it was. And I was just dreaming about having kids at the lake, at the family reunion. I remember being succumbed by grief that this wasn't a reality for me. And I remember hurting and being yet another reminder of not having a baby in my arms. Another year at the lake that came and went and still no baby. I can actually like vividly picture snippets of myself uh, sitting on the beach being like okay next year next year I'm gonna be pregnant or next year I could even have a baby by now I remember um we were ovulating one of the years at the lake and I'll save you the details but yeah anyway it's just what I would tell that girl right now is that it's okay to grieve and yearn settle into those emotions and really lean into accept where you are at on your journey You might be in the middle of it, going through the thick of it, and feeling like this might never work out for you. You might be fresh on your journey and have a bucket full of hope in the next cycle. Or you might be on that quitting line and ready to throw in the towel. Maybe you're in a different stage, or maybe you can relate to one of these. 
Regardless, all of these positions in your journey is okay. You know, as far as like where we're at in our journey is, so we're on the other side of the infertility battle regarding getting kids, but now it's the dealing with the emotions that came with all of this and kind of digging down into like what the core belief I had of myself when we were trying to conceive because it was hard. You know, like I said, I'm a recovering perfectionist and I loved, I love, I shouldn't say loved, I love to be successful. And when I kept getting negative pregnancy tests, I kept viewing it as being unsuccessful and being a failure. And so even though we're on this other side of things, like I said, we have all these blastocysts that we, or embryos, whatever you want to call them. Um, we're on this other side of like, what am I going to do with these? And I'm also on this other side of, you know, really overcoming those core beliefs I used to have. And the core belief that I used to have, uh, specifically tied to this weekend, was that I wasn't good enough or that I wasn't enough because I wasn't successful at getting pregnant. And it was another benchmark, another year that came and went of me not having success in my fertility journey. And so my core belief began to to be that in order to be worthy, in order to be worth something, I almost needed to have kids, right? Because that was what my goal was. And so every year that I didn't have uh, the news, sharing the news, um, I wasn't good enough for Mark's family or for me or for anyone really. So what I'm trying to get at is, like I said, all of these positions in our journey is very real and very okay. And we should really... um, learn to lean in, right? Because there's many times in our journey we like to slide what we are experiencing under the rug. Or maybe we look so much forward to the future that we forget to live in the moment and enjoy what is in front of us. You see, life is short. It's too short to keep looking towards the future and not accepting of the current circumstances. I was always dreaming. Dreaming of my kids, dreaming of the next step, I was rarely content. I didn't know if I was ever, like if I ever fully embraced the moment. And I, looking back at that now, I really do tie that back to my feelings of self-worth is because I didn't have what my goal was. I didn't have what I wanted. So therefore I wasn't worthy. So therefore I wasn't worthy to enjoy the moment, which is kind of a really shitty place to be in. And you know, maybe you guys can relate with this too. Maybe you can relate to it with a different core belief or um, something of that nature. But I really don't want that for you. I don't know where you're at in your journey, but I just don't want that for you. But maybe you are sitting there right now listening to this, doing your dishes or going for a walk, driving to work, and you are relating hard, harder than you want to. How on earth do you start to live in the now and embrace the moment when all you want to be is pregnant, to hold your very own babies, to not miscarry? Let me tell you, there's no perfect way. And what worked for me might not work for you, but I really believe even the slightest awareness of learning how to be present 
and be in the here and now will change the trajectory of your life, could transform your life even. Your current mood and your relationship with yourself is worth it, right? We could change these things. Your body is worth it. Your spouse is worth it. And let me be clear, your attitude has nothing to do with you getting pregnant, right? But your mindset has everything to do with how you handle the weight. So let's start here. You guys, it is okay to dream. Acknowledge the dream. Visualize it, see it, and continue to go after it, right? Like, if you want to picture that baby in your arms... If you want to picture that positive pregnancy test, do it. But try to avoid obsessing. Instead, move to measurable action steps. Hire a life coach. See a therapist. Start a journal. Outlet what is in that brain of yours. Make one new actionable step this week. Like, if you're wanting to be pregnant and that is all you think about, chances are you're already doing what you need to do. But if you aren't, Maybe you pick one new action step towards this, whether it's updating your health habits a little bit. Maybe you start drinking more water. Maybe you work on a more balanced plate at dinner. You remember you can't control every aspect of your journey, but you can pick a few things and you can focus on that while you wait. Another coping tool that I like to use is like focusing on the current with your five senses minimum. There are more. I'm also an occupational therapist and I could dive deep here, but I'm going to keep it pretty minimal. Be present with your five senses. So take the moment in with your touch, smell, eyes, hearing, taste. Really sense it all. This is the fastest, easiest way to start really living in the moment. So, okay, I'm going to use the example of me sitting on the beach. So really taking in my surroundings, if I am hurting and wanting to hold my baby that doesn't exist yet, um, or maybe the baby that I lost. And so by touch, you would be, what, what do you feel? Feeling the sand underneath you, feeling the wind on your skin, feeling your swimsuit or your clothing. Is it hot? Is it cold? So like really, what do you feel? That touch sensation. And then embracing your your present self with what do you smell now the lake does not smell good but um maybe you're somewhere else that smells better like the ocean and you can smell that amazing salty air um or maybe somebody's grilling and you can get a waft of that Uh, so it's like what else do you smell maybe you smell the sunscreen um that you put on yourself okay what do you see You see the sun shining off of the lake. You see the waves crashing onto the shoreline. You see the boats going by. Okay, what do you hear? You hear the lake sounds. You hear birds. You hear people wrestling around you, um, walking by you. And then what do you taste? Do you have a drink with you? Can you taste the air? Those types of things. So what I've learned with this is it can be a really powerful tool, especially if a thought or a desire creeps in. Just say hello to it. Tell it you are working on it and then release it and then work on being present with your with your uh, five senses. The last thing that I like to do to 
help support myself in being present in the moment is start saying yes to a few things. Maybe you identify with this too. I would turn down everything while I was waiting. Maybe even almost too afraid to enjoy myself as is. So my challenge to you would be to say yes. Be a little daredevilish. Buy the two-piece. Get the delightful bottle of peanut butter whiskey. Play shuffle your buns. <laughs> Give a shout out on social media if you know that game. Or Mafia. Do you guys remember Mafia? Have you ever played Mafia? Um, please go tag me on Instagram if you totally know what I'm talking about here. Anyway, what I'm saying is do the things that you're hesitant to do because you think you might be pregnant or it's the what if. Just do it. Start living. Start being present in the moment. And just so you know, you honestly don't have to learn to be content in this journey. But man, wouldn't it be so nice if you could stop obsessing for even just a little bit? If you could not let the weeks or months pass you by in a robotic haze? I need to tell you from someone who lived it, I am so grateful of the fun we had while we were waiting for our babes. I am happy for those couples that are basically pregnant on their honeymoon. But you know what they missed? Is that story about the one time when we put the fire pit in our old house and had a backyard fire? So like the fire pit in the backyard, we built it. And then we had our like inaugural fire and then our neighbors slowly trickled out. A few friends came over and then all of a sudden moonshine was being passed around and we were all taking swigs. You know, this is pre-COVID when everyone drank out of everyone's cup. I can actually still see the fire pit. The friends around the fire and the moment we both realized we were drunk and it was 3 a.m. Or that one time I fell asleep in the hammock at the lake with my one-year-old niece, I can still feel, smell, and see it all. She's seven and sassy now, but the takeaway here is to consider letting yourself be present and content in the moment with what you have and to take small action steps towards what you want. Because remember, small hinges swing big doors and big doors open up the world of possibility. Small actions that you can control and maintain will swing open big doors for you. You may not know what is on the other side, but in my experience, big doors are always full of thrill and excitement, even if it isn't exactly how we anticipated it would look. You just have to learn how to be in the moment to fully recognize its glory. Okay, that's all for today. Seriously. Let me know if you've been personally victimized by Shuffle Your Buns or Mafia because I seriously need to know this and we need to keep this alive. Okay, bye! Thank you for pressing play today. If you found value in today's episode or feel that someone in your life could use a burst, share this episode on social media. Don't forget to tag me in it so I can give you a shout out. Or send it to your husband, a friend, or even your mom right now. Sometimes we need to share what resonates with us so other people can understand too. And remember, maybe it's time to stop being afraid of what can go wrong and start being excited about what can go right. You've got this. You are doing a great job. Until next time.